In this episode of Tech Transformation, we're digging into the state of grocery technology in today's stores and how it's changing. We're talking with Kirk Ball, Executive Vice President and Chief Information Officer of Giant Eagle, about the innovations his team finds the most valuable. We're talking about the metaverse and what it can mean for retailers. And we're digging into the issue that's on every retailer's mind, and that's the workforce. Before Kirk joined Giant Eagle, he was also the Chief Technology Officer for Kroger. So he's bringing a deep perspective on how technology has changed throughout retail. Stay tuned for that and more on this episode of Tech Transformation. Welcome to Tech Transformation with CGT and RIS News, where we explore the innovative tech strategies and trends in retail and consumer goods. I'm Lisa Johnson, Senior Editor at CGT, and in this episode, I'm talking with Kirk Ball, Executive Vice President and Chief Information Officer of Giant Eagle. We're going to discuss the state of grocery technology in today's stores and how it's changed in the last year, and we're going to talk about something that's on the minds of all retailers, and that's the frontline workforce. So Kirk, welcome. Thanks so much for talking with me on Tech Transformation. Can you start us out? Tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and Giant Eagle. Yeah, sure. Thank you uh, for having me. It's a pleasure to be with you today and your audience. Um, yeah, I've been with Giant Eagle now about a year, just a, right at a year and a half. I joined here uh, right as the pandemic was uh, really ramping up. So that was really an interesting experience. Right when I joined, we uh, had decided to disband our corporate office permanently uh, and work remotely. So uh, I go into Pittsburgh periodically, but... Yeah, you know, you're you're trying to get to know a new organization. You're trying to uh, to work to get to know the team members and get to know the culture and influence the culture a bit. And uh, so that was that was quite an interesting challenge. Uh, but Giant Eagle is a uh, we've got a, a right around five fifty between five fifty and six hundred stores. We're in the uh, pharmacy retail pharmacy business. We're in the retail grocery business and in the uh, convenience store business. So. And uh, like I said, we're uh, we're about 550 to seven or 600 stores, uh, kind of a regional. We go from the mid-Atlantic to the Midwest uh, is uh, kind of our geographic area that we work in. So uh, great company. Really enjoy. I really have enjoyed my time here so far. Okay. So your background also includes being the chief technology officer at Kroger, which means you bring deep experience to the state of grocery technology. So I want to dive right in. In the stores right now, you know, what are the technologies that your employees are finding to be the most critical? Uh, look, uh, you know, there are, certainly technology plays a huge role in uh, our ability to bring our goods and services to market from the ability to buy online, uh, pick up at store, buy online, have uh, goods and services delivered, driving efficiency of picking uh, those orders, uh, clearly the ability to uh, determine signaling uh, from customers, preferences of tastes and what types of uh, promotions we should be offering them uh, based upon their purchase patterns and uh, their taste preferences. One of the beautiful things about the grocery industry is the frequency of touch and interaction that you have with your customers. So the ability to stay fairly current with uh, you know their uh, preferences is uh, much easier to do than say in the automotive industry where you may buy a car once every, you know, three to five to seven years. Um, so, uh, but, you know, there's also technology, if you will, that's maybe more analog and more unsophisticated, but is also just as important to our grocery workers in terms of things to keep them safe, right? And to uh, 
provide, uh, you know, whether it be traffic patterns in the stores to have folks only going one day, one way down specific aisles, uh, the ability to move um, the uh, actual pin pads uh, when customers pay a little bit farther away from the cashiers, which we did at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, so the, the range of technology goes from highly sophisticated to, to some degree more in the analog world and unsophisticated, but uh, you would be amazed at the technology uh, that actually uh, is is utilized to power and drive the uh, the grocery shopping experience. It's it's pretty amazing, actually. So it's interesting. You you know you bring up the automotive industry and, and consumer behavior. They're only buying a car once a year. There's a flip side to that, right? Because yes, it's constantly shifting, which means you have to constantly stay on top of all these changing behaviors. Um, and so you joined Giant Eagle, as you mentioned, right at the start of the pandemic clearly a hectic time. Um, and things obviously changed very rapidly during that period. Um, but I, I kind of want to look back just at the last year. You know, how have things changed really in the last year with grocery technology and how have the priorities changed? Well, obviously, you know, I think with the pandemic, the uh, customer willingness and preference to engage digitally uh, as opposed to being so focused on the in-store shopping experience. Not that we don't have, it's still predominantly in-store shopping, but the percentage of transactions that we, uh, that we conduct uh, digitally has significantly accelerated. And I think the pandemic really accelerated that. And once people got a sense of that experience uh, and they got a sense of the convenience that it can bring them, um, the, it's There's here no to stay. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, not, it's not yeah. going back, which is which is a great thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, continued uh, driving of how to efficiently and effectively pick those orders, uh, making sure that uh, we're reflecting uh, when a customer goes into a web interface or a mobile interface, making sure that we have accurate inventory counts reflected uh, on that mobile app for the products and services that they're putting in their uh, virtual basket. Uh, so inventory signaling is very, very important. Picking efficiency is very, very important. Uh, delivery efficiency is incredibly important as well. So, uh, you know, those things all have accelerated and uh, we've continued to drive uh, innovation uh, in those areas. Uh, and then clearly, uh, you know, the ability to provide the promotions and the uh, offers uh, that they want based upon their changing preferences. So, um so that would, that's how I would answer that. Okay. So it's interesting you mentioned efficiency. Um, you know, my next question is about something all retailers are concerned with, and, and that's the retail workforce. And so to say there's a lot of challenges on them is, is probably the understatement of the year. Um, so I, I'd like to get your perspective on the Giant Eagle workforce. You know, what have been the ramifications on your own team members? Yeah, look, uh, you know, there's certainly uh, the workforce that we have in store and the workforce that we have in distribution centers that are, uh, you know, through all of this have, have really been unsung heroes. You know, they were on the front lines uh, working to ensure that we had product on shelves, that we could move product from distribution centers to to store. Um, the uh, Certainly the, the, the grocery store uh, folks uh, ringing customers out, um, just a phenomenal job uh, making sure that they were making customers feel safe, et cetera. Uh, you know, as it relates to uh, the team members that I work with in the technology space, obviously the importance of making sure that the systems are clicking along, that they're adaptable, that we can make changes very, very quickly. 
um, as needs were and demands were placed on uh, the technologies that we use in stores to accommodate particular directions that we wanted to go from, you know, to handle pandemic and handle unique situations. Uh, clearly, really, really important. So that adaptability and flexibility was was incredibly important. And, you know, in some cases, we had uh, several of our team members in the technology space that were out working in stores, uh, right, you know, to give uh, to give some of those uh, frontline uh, folks a little bit of a break, you know, uh, all hands COVID, on deck. As, kind yeah, of. As, as COVID oh. might uh, might have affected, uh, you know, our team members. Uh, we certainly have a lot of folks periodically that go out into stores, uh, and so finding that balance between getting your getting your day job done and uh, and also supporting our, our frontline team members is uh, it's an important balance. Yeah, so t- I mean, technology leadership probably looks a lot different now than it did just a few years ago. I'm going to imagine that that you know. They, your leadership wasn't going going into the stores this time. So, can you talk a little bit about that? You know, how are how are your leadership strategies changing? How are your team members adapting to address these new workforce needs? Uh, yeah, look, at, you know, the thing that's interesting is clearly, as I mentioned earlier in the discussion, uh, we about a year and a half ago at Giant Eagle disbanded our uh, administrative location. So, uh, we pretty much work. Uh, all around the country and in fact all around the world during that time frame we also opened up a, a captive location in Bangalore India and have transitioned from being a, a North American based team to being a global technology group um, so, that's so another significant change yeah it's a significant change so uh, you know it's almost as if we said what can we do to just absorb all kinds of really unique change all at once let's do it and uh that's Let's pretty much what we did. <clears throat> yeah, that's what we did. You know, obviously, importance on keeping our systems up and running, uh, and then making changes to those systems uh, to accommodate some of the unique situations that we uh, encountered during the pandemic. Um, certainly, learning how to work remotely, but still stay connected and still have uh, that uh, kind of team connection uh, is something that's really, really important as well. Um, so a lot of unique challenges, but, uh, you know, leadership from my perspective, you know, how do you how do you create um, a connection with the team halfway around the world when, in fact, you can't travel there? Right. So lots of open houses, lots of uh, touch bases, lots of lots of town halls, um, lots of opportunity, not just to push information to the team, Mm -hmm. but to give the team, uh, you know, we also have a lot of open houses where it's just more of a free flow. Uh, There's not so much of a a predefined agenda. It's more of a free flow of questions and answers and to make sure that uh, everybody has an opportunity to have a really good exchange of information and ideas and get all questions answered, et cetera. So uh, it's really been unique from a cultural perspective. Uh, It's been really unique from a demands perspective. Um, but there's also, I think, been some silver linings and the silver linings are, uh, you know, pre-pandemic, you think about all the miscellaneous, maybe unimportant things that you talk about and meetings that you're in. Uh, when the pandemic occurred, focus became really, really important on the really important things. And uh, keeping that kind of mentality uh, is something that we've worked hard on. Let's not get uh, let's not get distracted with the unimportant things, the things that are interesting but maybe not core and mission critical to our business. And that that was one of the silver linings. I think uh, you know certainly wish the pandemic never would have occurred. 
Um, sure. But, but really putting that, the focus on what's important and, and how to prioritize. Yeah. yeah. The ability to, to get coalesced around what's really important and get all hands rowing in the same direction certainly happened. So your workforce needs have obviously changed. Um, and you talked a little bit about this in, in terms of fulfillment, but consumer needs and consumer expectations have changed. So are you still finding that Giant Eagle consumers are still seeking those pandemic-driven experiences? Um, you know, I know you said they still want, uh, you know, buy online, pick up in store, but do you feel like these are kind of waning a bit or, or you know, perhaps this latest wave is making them resurge or what's your impression? Yeah, no, I think uh, <clears throat> at least from everything we've seen initially, I think uh, that desire to and that willingness to interact with a grocer digitally um, it's just as strong <clears throat> as it was uh, during the pandemic, actually. That's interesting. And uh, I think the, the consumers have now really embraced that convenience. They've really embraced the flexibility uh, to be able to shop literally anytime that they want, uh, wherever they are, <clears throat> is actually um, is something I think that's it's, it's really created a compelling experience for them. Um, look, have their, have their tastes and preferences changed? You know, I think they continue to want us to be more intelligent about the offers that we put in front of them. Uh, so we've really been focused on targeting our offers really more to their taste and preferences, uh, really personalizing the interaction that they have with us, mm -hmm. uh, whether it be in store, whether it be, uh, in a, from a digital perspective. So. Uh, those tastes uh, continue to remain, those preferences, I should say, of customers continue to remain very strong. Okay. Um, okay so one of the things that we want to do in tech transformation is highlight uh, some of the other industry members that people should be learning from or just other resources that are out there for the industry as we're working to bridge the retail and consumer goods industries. So from your perspective, who's someone or, or what's a great resource for people who want to improve their consumer experiences through the use of technology? Yeah, you know, there's a couple of avenues and things I try to stay <clears throat> consistently engaged uh, in. Well, one is I'm a member of a group called CTO Forum, uh, which is based out of Silicon Valley and uh, the opportunity to uh, continuously hear multiple times a year what's what's coming in terms of technology capability, whether it be back office technology, whether it be pure technology like um, advances from a network perspective or whether it be the unique application of technology advancements for uh, particular business needs is really, really intriguing. Uh, you can get there by going to ctoforum.org. Um, the other place I certainly do read a lot uh, of Harvard Business Review. Uh, so I find that to be uh, very interesting. Um, I'm currently enrolled in the Wharton CTO program uh, just to continue to keep my skills. It's a, about a year long initiative to keep my skills up to speed and stay current. And then last but not least, <coughs> excuse me, one of the things I'm really interested in is this concept of a, a, a platform. Uh, and so there's some really interesting uh, reading uh, and content uh, uh, that I read uh, from a gentleman by the name of Marshall Van Alstein. Uh, so around platforms and, and uh, I think that's a fascinating, uh, fascinating concept. And we're you know, certainly thinking about how we continue to create a platform uh, across all the properties uh, that we have at Giant Eagle. So. Oh, so, OK, so my final question is uh, I want to talk about innovative retail experiences. So what's an innovative retail experience that you've personally undergone recently? And that can be at a Giant Eagle store or that can be through another retailer or even online. Um, but what's something that, you know, 
maybe surprised and delighted you? Uh, well, I can tell you what were um, what I think will will surprise and delight consumers, and that Crystal is ball. I, th- I think that's this continued uh, merging of creating a seamless experience for the consumer, at least in our business, whether you're online uh, and interacting with us in a digital perspective, whether you're in a store uh, experiencing, you know, the physical interaction of a store, uh, how do we merge those two uh, experiences to make them seamless, right? And how do we um, animate inanimate objects in a store to create an immersive digital experience also while you're in the store, right? And get personalized interactions, regardless of whether you're online, wherever you might be, or whether you're in the store. So those are all things that we're thinking about. And I think, um, you know, those will certainly uh, surprise and delight folks, you know, and certainly I'm, I'm personally, I'm really fascinated by uh, the metaverse and, and how do you, how do you as a retailer, um, you know, potentially start to interact with customers in, in that uh, venue and that, that platform. Oh, I I love hearing you say that. I've been writing quite a bit about the metaverse, and I think I'm going to have to have you on again as a guest to talk more about it because I'm also personally fascinated by it, and and it's um, it's really exciting to see retailers come on board. I mean, so that might be a really good opportunity, right, if you can create an immersive experience where you're virtually shopping and you're you're getting that experience of being in a store, um, and you can pick up product, turn around and look at it, and... uh, Look at the product labels and put it in your in your uh, metaverse cart, uh, and then check out. And then those goods and services show up at, at your door, right? I mean, so I think there's there's lots of creative things that uh, that can they're going to happen in the near future. Absolutely, you know, it's it's too bad it's already become a buzzword, but there does seem to be kind of endless potential for both brands and retailers to experiment and explore in it. Um, I, I think it's going to be pretty exciting stuff coming out. Um, Okay. Well, that's a great note to leave us on. Um, So I am going to wrap things up. So Kirk, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Tech Transformation. Yeah, Lisa, thank you for for having me. And uh, I'll be sure to listen to the additional other podcasts you're going to be doing in this series. I'm sure you're going to have a lot of great guests and a lot of great topics. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for joining. Um, for anyone who, who didn't know, Kirk is also a member of the CGT RIS Executive Council, which is a forum for industry innovators who are working together in consumer goods and retail to drive action across the industry. Thanks for listening to Tech Transformation with CGT and RIS News. Be sure to subscribe to learn more innovative strategies and trends in the retail and consumer goods industries. And don't forget to visit consumergoods.com and risnews.com to sign up for our newsletters.